It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. But our nine o'clock segment is always reserved for an owner. Ownership, of course, being promoted by NZTR. And if you want to know more about ownership, just go to loveracing.nz. All the questions you could possibly have are there about how you can become involved in horse racing, whether that's with a share in a syndicate or whether you want to get a horse of your own. You can buy them online these days at Gavel House. You can go to the sales or you can let the trainers do the hard work, give your favourite trainer a ring and say, hey, have you got a share in a horse for me? Trust me. The answer would often be yes. He is one of the leading trainers in the South, is Kelvin Tyler. But of course, he is also a guy who owns plenty of shares in his own horses. He joins us this morning on the Mail Run. Good morning to you, Kelvin. How are you, mate? Uh, very good, thank you, Mick. Glad to hear that, mate. Hey, um, just question. I see the horses you've got racing today. Obviously, you're in the ownership for some or many of them roughly what percentage of the horses that you guys, you and Amy, race, would you have shares in? Oh, probably 65 to 70% around there somewhere. Yeah, I just prefer to do my own and do for the family, really. Okay, how many horses do you and Amy have in work? Uh, we're normally between 20 and 25, constantly around there. Yeah, it's plenty for us. Okay, the stable at the moment um, is in a really good spot. Obviously, you've got a lot of very competitive horses. That kicks off in the first on the card today out of Rickett, and you've got Dunhill, but the favourite Prince Albie. Um, you told us about a year ago on the show you thought Prince Albie was a good horse. Uh, he seems to be just really coming to that now. Yeah, he's probably as good as a horse I've had, I believe. Um, yeah, small field today. There. Sometimes they can be a bit tricky but quality wise I can't really fault him and he's come through that race really good and I was going to spell him after that two weeks ago but you know come through it so well we'll give him another run but can't really fault him really so he probably has a little bit uh, more on Dunhill I feel. Okay he's a sacred fool so any sort of track conditions are good for him he can go from the good to the heavy Uh, he's in the sweet spot today a soft six so will he be as competitive on the soft as he was on the heavy last time? Yeah, I just had a walk the track earlier on. It's probably closer to a seven off, I think. But no, certainly the track's good for this time of the year. And the rail is in the true, so it's new ground in here this time. So it's probably going to be a little bit different. Uh, fresh ground down on the inside. So yeah, but um, yeah, I don't think track and distance are going to bother me at all. What about Dunhill? You get the three kilo claim today. Realistically, can Dunhill beat or be competitive with the Prince Albie? Oh well. Uh, normally on uh, everything being equally, you wouldn't, but um, he's but he's just a really good genuine star downhill, so you know he'll probably uh, you know put a bit of speed into the race at some stage, I, I think. So um, yeah, but yeah, on a, on any given day, with those to Prince Abbey. I think one of the best horses, uh, well, not just in the South Island, but one of the most underrated horses in the country is Lightning Jack. Now he can test the Daphne Bannon Memorial Great Easter Stakes for you and Amy today. Where's Lightning Jack at? Because when they race at the sort of high level he does, 
They don't win all that often, but they can be going super races and just getting some place money. Yeah, look, he's been going great. And again, with him, we've planned was to put him out, but he came to that race well and thought, well, you know, it's going to be the last race for the year for him. So I thought we're just going to freshen up and uh, bring him out one more time, but he's got a heap of weight as he kind of does most weeks now, and that's going to be his biggest problem. He's, you know, he's he run another good race, but you know, I feel the weight's kind of just holding back a bit. Okay, interesting horse. Um, just the race before that is Go Lottie. Again, you're getting the claim with Lily Sutherland on. You've never been scared to put the apprentices on. Uh, what do you make of Go Lottie? Because I thought it was an okay field, but. Uh, on her best days, she's not a bad type of a mare. No, this is certainly a step up for her, what she's been racing in, but like she hasn't done much wrong at all, really. Like when she wins, and, you know, she wins really well, so quick back up at Rota, and last time probably didn't suit her, so she's nice and fresh, and you know, probably the track that suits her today, she probably likes a kind of a, a slow track rather than a heavy track, so covered up really good, so no, she'll go a good race, but you know, it's a bit stronger field this, this week, Mick, so um, yeah, it'd be a good runner chance. Okay, Classic Diva uh, is another in-form horse and the, the second on the card and against another in-form horse in Taimati Diva. So what do you make of your Diva trying to beat the other Diva? Yeah, well, yeah, no, like she's begun to probably should have won, you know, last three races really. But, um, yeah, the trick's probably, uh, probably a little bit dry than what she would prefer. She, you know, last time here was quite a, you know, it's quite heavy, so... But son, that's still plenty given the track and can't really fold her really. She's done everything right, so but you know, it's always hard to keep winning, isn't it, Mick? So but you know, I can't really fold her really, so she'll go another good race, I believe. Okay, we saw you have stake success a couple of weeks ago with one of your three year old fillies and there was some talk she could head to the Queensland Oaks. Uh what's the update there? No, definitely not going there. Um, just too much. Just too it's just too far to go for us from down here. You know, she's got to travel all, all the way to Auckland, so there's 30 hours. Then she's got to fly to Sydney. Then she's got to hop on another transporter in Sydney go to to, uh, to Brisbane. So it's just too far. It'll just take the edge off her. So we just thought we'd just be patient and and uh, just probably give her a break. Okay. Well, is she a horse who you would see travelling at some stage next season? Because obviously you don't have to go all the way to Australia. There's some, some really good money down south and even better money here in the north. Yeah, dead right. No, certainly looking at that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, certainly. So, yeah, like it's end of her campaign at the moment. So, so you know, it'd be foolish to go over there and run an average seven to eight. You know, when you're going that far, you actually want to make sure you're you're ready to go. So, yeah, we just decided that uh, the wise move would just stay home and just regroup and start again next year. Talking about horse ownership, Kelvin, um, is it a case that as a trainer, when you're watching a race? you feel differently about a horse if you own it? Because if you own them, obviously there's more money coming into the kick. Or, like most trainers I know, is it a case when you're watching a race, as long as they get around safe and sound and you're not unlucky, you're usually happy enough? Yeah, certainly. Like, if, you know, if, if you've got a horse good enough and uh, gets a fair run and it does it, you know, it's trying hard each week in and week out and, you know, not good enough or so be it, but... Um, yeah, certainly it's a great feeling when you win a race, whether it's a maiden race or any race, really. It's, you know, certainly adrenaline rush, and I still get excited whether it's, you know, it's a maiden race at Riverton or it's a listed race at uh, Rickerton or a group race at, at Wellington. It's, 
you know, everyone puts the same amount of effort into it, and you know, you know, quite often you don't get the rewards back. But when you do, you know, it's certainly exciting and certainly appreciate it. I want to talk to you about travelling horses. So uh, last year you guys had an extended campaign uh, in Queensland. Is is that something you think is worth doing? Do you need the right type of horses to do it? Or is it one of those things which is actually more complicated than people maybe think? Well, it's certainly complicated. And yeah, definitely need the right horses. And you need the right stabling as well. Um, so the, probably the main reason we went last year is took Prince of and thought we might have a crack at the Queensland Derby, but it just didn't really settle over there and just didn't, you know, just didn't get headed like we'd normally have here to just get us head down and all those sort of finer points really just didn't quite work out, but certainly learned a lot and got some really good context here. So certainly, yeah, look at it in the future, yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be a lot easier if they actually flew out of Christchurch, or, you know, it just it would halve the trip and that would make it so much easier on the horses. So, but yeah, never say never. When you talk about, obviously you guys are at the bottom of the South Island, you talk about getting horses to Auckland to fly them to Australia. The other option, of course, is to travel them predominantly. The South Island trainers will aim at Trentham. Some will edge a bit higher north. But in news this week about Allersley's redevelopment and the Strathair, and they'll be up and racing, we think, in January, and, and the stakes there eventually will be the best in the country and the best the country's ever seen. Is that something, Kelvin, you can aim at? from the deep south, or is it just too far to go from from an Invercargill to an Auckland to race for that? Do you think the southern trainers care what happens at Ellerslie? Does it interest them at all? Oh, absolutely. I think it's great what they're doing there too. It's, you know, they're really progressive, so it's good and hopefully they get supported well for it. But, yeah, if it's definitely if we've got the right horse, we won't be scared to come up there. We've come up here a few times and yeah, we normally base it short and o'clock with these and, uh, you know, it's a great place to be and yeah, so now if we've got the right horse, we won't be scared to come up to the end. There we go. Have you won a race at Ellerslie? Uh, no, I've had a few placings here, but no, I haven't won a race at Ellerslie. Okay, is it on no, the bucket? Is it on the bucket yeah. list, Kelvin? Yeah, yeah, everything's on the bucket list. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I'm not scared to roll the sleeves up. Never go. So you know, I always say you've got to be prepared to fail to succeed. So. You know, you just gotta you just gotta try your luck and if it doesn't work well, you just gotta come home and regroup and have another go another day. You mentioned before you thought Prince Albie might be the best horse you've trained. Have you got another horse for us to look out for? Is there a horse, whether it's racing today, whether it's gonna race next season, that we should put into our race tracker just in case it pops up in the South Island or somewhere else? Um well, actually the horse I had in the two year old race today, Radiant Reach, the you know, she's high level horse but it's her herself in the, in the float coming up, so had to scratch her, unfortunately. But um, no, she, she's above average. So yeah, next season, you know, she's going to be quite exciting, I think. We've been talking a little bit today about jumps racing because we don't have many Saturday jumps meeting, and all of a sudden, bang, we have one at Tarapa today. Any interest in the jumpers? Yeah, we've had a few jumpers over the years, but we just don't have no jumping racing down here now. So just, you know, pretty tough to have a jumping horse because there's no races next. So really, yeah. Too hard basket, really. You're right, mate. Um, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. We're looking forward to you, maybe, probably winning the first on the card out of Rickerton today. And uh, mate, we look forward to seeing you up at, at Ellerslie or somewhere around the north at some stage in the new season, mate. Yep, no problem at all. Thanks for that, Nick.